Hi, this is Atticus. You might know my mom, Heather, from Shine.fm. This is the Shine.fm MomCast. Take it away. Thanks so much for tuning in to the MomCast today. Of course, I'm Heather, and this is a little different, isn't it? It's a little different. Yeah, it's a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. I actually have my 17-year-old daughter, Alex, with me today. We have been kind of transitioning. Would you agree with that? And we're kind of going into a little bit of a different season. And we've had some good things come out of it, but it's been difficult at times. Would you agree with that? Yeah, it's been challenging. Yeah. And I think what we have found, so just so you know, Alex is 17. She's a senior in high school and she's starting to make decisions about colleges. But I think even more than that, um, you've always been pretty dependent on me to help you with things. And I think you're to the point where you're starting to pull away from me a little bit. Is that true? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm growing up. So Exactly. Exactly. So I think let's go back to maybe even when you were like 13 or 14. And we had this period of time where we would just like yell at each other. Do you remember that? No, I don't really remember it, though. Like, right. I remember maybe like some hard times but I don't remember like really just like screaming at each other you know but (laughs) I do I remember that and I remember at one point thinking this is not working like it's not working you were super frustrated with me I was really frustrated with you and us yelling at each other or arguing the way that it was Um, wasn't working for us. And so I decided to, when you got really, because here's what happens. Because of who I am, I'm, and we're going to talk a little bit today about the Enneagram. I'm a two, which is the helper. Alex, you are? A six. And talk about a six a little bit. Yeah, as a six, there's a lot of like fear kind of with it. Mm -hmm. And it just like, I go through life scared to do certain things. And I can't make decisions. That's a big thing for me. Um, And I'd say like, but there's good qualities too. There's like, I'm loyal and hardworking and a lot of sixes are like that too. So, Mm -hmm. and you're, you trust people, but it takes you a while to trust people. But then once you do the way that I say it is like, you're all in. Yeah. But then if they cross you, they're gone they're done like oh yeah (laughs) it's hard to build that trust back up again right so right i yeah it takes me a long time to like trust people that they say who they are and like that they're not like lying to me i guess i don't know that just Mm -hmm. that they're not yeah that they say that they are who they say they are i guess it takes you a while to get there where that's not necessarily the case for me i tend to tell Clearly, I'm on the radio every day, tell a lot of my stuff a lot of the time, and I don't really necessarily feel bad about telling people stuff. It does. There's not an attachment to this huge rejection where you mm-hmm. carry a lot of fear. Yeah. Like you even talk about like when we started the school year, and I hope you won't be embarrassed by me bringing <laughs> this up, but like one of your least favorite things is the getting to know you. Yes. Why is that? It's just, it's really scary because like, I don't want everyone in the, I don't, okay, this is what I say and it's going to make me look kind of bad, but (laughs) I'm always like, you don't need to know me. Like you don't need to get to know me because we're just going to be in this one class together. Like, you know, just for a few weeks yeah. and then we're done. You know, I can work on one project with you without knowing what's your favorite color, you know? So (laughs) it's, it's just scary because I feel like I have the wrong answers, even though. 
my answers aren't really wrong. Right. It just feels like they're gonna not like me for my answers, I guess. Right. So exactly. Yeah. yeah. So as a two, what I was gonna say, kind of piggybacking a little bit off of what we were talking about a little bit ago, was that like when you get upset or you're frustrated and things don't go your way, I just wanna fix it. Mm-hmm. because that's what I am. I'm a fixer. I want to just make it all better. I want to, and what has happened, which is quite unfortunate, is that I have stepped into situations in your life that I had no real business stepping into. And you let me because of who you are. You kind of were like, well, this is, you know, I, I don't necessarily want to be alone in some of these things. So I'm going to let her step in. Well, I've really felt over the last probably year that I've had to pull back because like you said, you're growing up, but that's been hard for me. That's been really hard for me because I'm used to being that person you talk to, that person you depend on. I'm used to being kind of like your ultimate helper and that hasn't necessarily been what you've needed right now. And that's been really hard for me. Talk to me about how it's been from your perspective to like, I'm sure there's times and you can throw me under the bus that you felt like I intruded. I am intruding like I'm too involved in things. So from your perspective over the last couple of years, like how has this changed for you? Yeah, I feel like when I was younger, I really, really leaned on you Mm -hmm. a lot. And like now I think I'm realizing that I'm going to leave and like, I'm not always going to have you there, you know? Mm -hmm. So like sometimes I have to lean on my friends, which has gotten like a lot easier for me. But I also like started like trying to lean more on God too, because that's like, he's always going to be there for me. So I don't know. That's, but now like I still go to you about certain things, but sometimes it's just like harder, more awkward to do that because I have started to back away. So it's harder for me to start the conversation again, you know, when I come back. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a, it's a very difficult thing. And, you know, dad and I have always said that we were raising adults, that we weren't raising kids. But when the, it's really come down to it, it's been really difficult to like watch you struggle through some of the things that you've struggled with and, and really feel like God's telling me not to step in. So let's talk a little bit about the fact that like I don't struggle with making decisions and you do. <laughs> and this whole idea of picking where you're going to go to school, you know, just to so you don't toot your own horn. You are a 4.0 student. Um, you're very involved in lots of things. And so from my perspective, you really in a lot of ways can choose anywhere you want to go that you would want to. And obviously for you, cheer is something that you want to do as well. But you have really struggled <laughs> to make any movement towards this. Can you talk about that a little bit? And and is it COVID? Is it pandemic? Or is it just part of your DNA that you're struggling with this decision? I think that that COVID's made it harder, but I don't think, I think if it was not, there was no pandemic, there was no COVID, it would still be really hard for me. Yeah. Because I feel like I just used COVID kind of as an excuse sometimes. Like, oh, you know, it's hard. Well, I think maybe all of us kind of do that too, but yeah just on other stuff like oh we're gonna be more lazy but <laughs> we're gonna watch flicks yeah <laughs> we're not gonna deal with the other things it's so hard <laughs> in a pandemic let's just watch more netflix yeah right? i mean that sounds pretty good to me but uh, no i think i would still 
struggle with it. I just never really did dealt with it before. Like this year it's really hit me like, oh, got to make these decisions. You know, right. like before the hardest decision I really had to make was like, what are you going to eat for lunch? You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> now I'm just like, uh, it's and a really feels, big decision. I was gonna say, it feels really big to you. It really, it? yeah, like, it, it does. It feels like it's like, like if I pick the wrong thing, life defining. Yes, yes. it does. Yeah. So I just, I don't know. I guess you just have to remember that like, well, I keep having to remember that, that God has a plan for this right it just doesn't feel like it because I don't know what it is yet right so and you and I had a conversation the other day about the fact that you you asked me like how do you know that you know that that God's hearing your prayers and that was something that was really like I felt that was a really good question to ask me because it is hard when you're talking to God and you're praying and you don't necessarily hear anything back. And so like, what did, what did I say? So I said, okay, give me an example. And, and you said, I said, give me an example of something you're praying for. Do you remember what you said? No, I forgot what you I said. said. Okay, where I should go to college. Yeah, because I really need to know that. I was like, dang. And so I said that God's most of the time, and he can if he wants to, because he's God, he can just impart an answer to you but most of the time he's not going to do that Mm -hmm. that he wants to build a relationship with you and that you can say things like god i want what's best for me through your eyes i want to know that i'm making the decisions that you want me to make open up doors you know and we've talked too about the fact that like i have a gut reaction to things and you're like one time you you literally said this to me the only gut reaction i ever have is if a cookie is on the counter Mm. i always eat it you're like that's the only gut reaction i ever have (laughs) yeah that's what it feels like though i feel like i don't know i feel like being a six you don't know your inner kind of guidance it's not like it's there but you you don't trust you don't tap into it no you don't trust anything so like yeah i feel like that's kind of i feel like nines are also that way but i feel like sixes you don't you don't trust your own inner guidance Mm -hmm. perhaps so i feel like that's (laughs) where i've always felt like i could make decisions and not necessarily trust for a while i mean and, and there's still times i struggle with this trust in my own ability but that's not really what god wants us to do he wants us to trust him and move forward as we trust him and trust that he's in the midst of our decisions but that's super hard for you as yeah. a six because you don't trust anything so let's talk a little bit about the fact that i have struggled with this whole decision making thing with you and i haven't always handled it very well Talk about that from your perspective. Like when I've gotten frustrated mm-hmm. with you about making decisions, how's that made you feel? I mean, it, it made it harder, I think. I think. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, um, yeah, it made it harder because like I felt like I didn't have your support mm. with it, you know? I mean, I knew that you always supported me, but like in the moment, that's what it felt like. Yeah. Because just that... Like you were getting mad that I couldn't make the decision when I literally didn't know how to do it. Right. So I was like, how am I supposed to make this decision? You know, like, Mm -hmm. because I don't know if I'm supposed to go like make decisions through like how I'm feeling. Like you said, kind of like a gut feeling or like logic and fact, you Mm -hmm. know? So sometimes it's hard to decide what to do. So then I'll just go to other people about it, like you or like my friends. But then you guys are like, no, you need to make this decision for you. (laughs) And I'm like, I don't know how to do that, you know? Right, right. So do you think that it's gotten better? I know you've still been frustrated with me, but I feel like in the last probably 
six months, I've tried to back off of that. And some of that has come out of, um, we read the book, The Honest Enneagram, and we actually took it with us when we went camping. And one of the things we were reading through, because here's something that I would highly recommend for your family whenever someone is struggling with their kids on something have your kids take the Enneagram test. It's a free test and you can find out what your kids are. And that has made, again, it's not an end all be all. This is that person. It's always going to be that person. But like, it's really been helpful for our family in understanding why different members of our family do what they do. So anyway, so without being a six, in the Anias Enneagram book, she was reading about trust and how like she doesn't trust people. And because I've always thought like, from my perspective as a mom, you're a great kid. Like you're super friendly and funny. And I just don't understand why you haven't dated more and or why you don't have more friends. Well, it's because you don't trust people. And that's not something that I struggle with. Like I can just be friends with whoever and I can be open. And yeah, I get hurt sometimes, but like I've learned what kind of person that I want to be friends with, but I can be acquaintances with lots of people. But for you, that's not safe as a six to, you know, be friends with, to share a lot of stuff with a lot of people. So talk a little bit about that, like how it is that you came to have the friends that you do um, that, and how did you get there in the trust factor? Well, I think that like looking back on it now, I'm like, wow, I feel like God really put those people in my life. Cause like all my best friends are like Christians. Mm -hmm. So like, that was kind of crazy. Like when I realized that, but I also think that it did take a while for me to build up the trust with them. And I think I realized that now, but like now, like now that I'm thinking about it, I was like, wow, it did take me a little bit to trust those people. Like, I feel like some of my friends, obviously I met them in like middle school. So like, I don't really think about like building up the trust with them. It's just (laughs) kind of like, oh, we're best friends, you know? (laughs) But like in in high school, one of my like bestest friends now, we both, I feel like have maybe some trust issues, but like we took our time. I mean, we were also neighbors, so Mm -hmm. it like came faster, but we took our time and like really trusted each other. So we had to just... Like, we weren't going to open up on the first day. Right. But over time, just, like, joking with each other builds up the trust, too. And then, like, you get closer and closer, and you're able to talk deeper and stuff. So I felt that was important. Just, like, it does take time, and I have to remember that now when I have new friendships, too, that you're not going to be best friends on the first day. And that's okay because everything's in the plan so but for you when you get there with that person there's a level of safety and security right like you know that that person is for you like it's been long enough there's been enough deep conversations so you have people that are really close to you it's just that like you don't always get there quickly no yeah it does take me a while I feel and sometimes I I don't know if they know that that it does take me a while like they might trust me completely and I might still be holding back a little Hmm. but I'm not going to tell them that but it like now I'd say with most of my friends I'm completely there I trust them Mm -hmm. and sometimes I still have doubts but they always solidify them when they like when we keep talking and like we're just like then I trust them and it's just fine so Mm -hmm. I don't know if that made sense but yeah so when you are making decisions so let's talk about that just a little bit because I think as a parent especially when it comes to this decision about going to school 
my concern has always been, I don't want to make that decision for you because I don't want you to come back and go, this is never what I wanted. And it's your fault, meaning you coming back to me <laughs> saying that. So I think that's why we've said we want you to do it. Plus, I think there's something very adult-like to apply for colleges and make those choices, even in the midst of COVID. But like, what could I do to better support you in helping you to make those decisions? Because it's not about not wanting to help you. It's that I tend to want to just step in and do it because that's what I do. And I can't do that this time because this is a growth opportunity. This is something that I really want you to be invested in. But what's some things that like, if you have a child that's struggling with making decisions, especially something like this, what? how would you want me to be? I feel like that's, that's a hard question. Yeah. Because obviously everyone's different. Mm-hmm. But for me, obviously just knowing that you're always gonna support me, which I already feel that, so. Yeah, just like always being there to help is a really big thing because if I feel like like it's like I can't do it on my own, then I'm going to go to you, but it just feels really daunting mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. So, just to make like it into easier steps is just like helpful because you're like, "Oh, we're just going to do this one thing right now." Right. And then later we'll do this. Right. Because I think there was a point where dad and I talked to you and we were like, you need to be applying to colleges. And you were like, no, it's too soon to make that decision. And I was like, well, we're not asking you to make the decision. And dad and I actually talked about that, about how we wanted to say, no, you just have to apply. (laughs) Yeah. And then we'll talk about the cheer program and then we'll deal with what the decision is like later in the spring. But I didn't realize I think part of the issue was I didn't realize that you didn't have to make the decision right then like I thought like you're gonna apply to all these colleges these are the colleges that you're gonna go to and it's just like (laughs) whoa that just seemed like okay hold on I didn't decide which ones I want to go to yet you know right like that's just that's what it felt like to me and I was like I guess I didn't realize that maybe I was like confused or something well (laughs) it's you've never done it before you know and I mean I did it 20 30 years ago (laughs) yeah 30 years ago (laughs) and it wasn't like this you know like we had to send in a paper copy yeah and we had to mail our transcript to them you know what I mean like and there was no like you've had coaches reach out to you for cross country and track and for cheer like that wasn't done we didn't have cell phones 30 years ago you know what I mean we didn't have Instagram we didn't have Facebook we didn't have all those things and so I think it's it's a very different process and I think it's understandable for you to not necessarily know what to do but I think it's hard it's from a parent's perspective like and I've had other parents say this to me like I know those kids parents helped them I know that they (laughs) were proud and I was like well that's fine and I'm willing to help I just don't want to be making these decisions for you or doing all this work when I think that you should have a vested interest in it I guess is where I'm coming from but I mean I'm glad to know that you feel like you know, we're, I'm, we're always there for you. We're always for you and we're willing, you know, to help. So I think it's hard because I never struggled with that decision. I never struggled. I just was like, oh, this is what I'm going to do. So it's just hard from a parent's perspective to know how to help you mm-hmm. because it, it's you have so much fear and anxiety and concern about making the wrong decision, you know, so... Anything else you would share just about like how during this season it's been difficult or some positive things that have come out of this season between us that like you can look back over the last six months and see? 
You mean like during quarantine? Well, maybe or just like I do feel like there's been a shift. I feel like there's been a shift between us that I've had to pull back and you've kind of had to like blaze your own trail on some things. And I want to know like how that's felt to you from your perspective and what are some things that we could do differently or we are doing well? Yeah, I feel like it is kind of different between us now, but it's not in a bad way. Mm -hmm. It just feels like... Like, I'm more of an adult, I guess. Like, I'm older. You know, I'm older now. Oh, they didn't get the hair flip, but I flipped no, my No, she flipped her hair, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, yeah, I just, it makes me feel, like, older. And, like, I feel like, for a while, I kind of pushed that away. But I feel like, yeah, you, could, you guys did a good job. Because I feel like I can go and talk to you about most things, you know. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's going to be a tough decision. yes it is so if you think about it pray for alex yeah so like if you have any suggestions of where to go what to do with my life send them my way yeah that's right (laughs) well i'm hoping that we will do this again thanks for sharing your perspective um with all of us alex i think it's good for parents to hear kind of you know what as from a 17 year old's perspective kind of where you're at in in this kind of big season of change so i appreciate you joining me today you're welcome (laughs)